Hey girls, it's Amy and Charlotte here, co-founders of The Confidence Click. The Confidence Click is a community of like-minded women who are working towards becoming their most confident and unstoppable selves. And this podcast is here to do just the same. We're going to be bringing you the latest episodes to help you unlock the real you, build yourself up, learn how to love yourself, trust yourself and start making decisions your future self will thank you for. So let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome to our next episode. Uh, We hope you enjoyed our last two. This is our third one now. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. Oh no. It's the fourth. Fourth one. Yeah. Be our fourth one, won't it? This episode, we're going to be talking about the art of self love and how to be happy with who you are and how to love yourself more. So, we're basically going to take you through some tips and tools you can use to go away and start practicing the art of self love because I know it's a huge topic that people struggle with in terms of loving themselves. A lot of people don't like the way they are or they try and change themselves to fit into society norms and or what they think you should look like, try and change who they are, try and change their personality, they try and change everything about them when actually we should come back to the basics and love yourself for who you are and not try and change. Yes, you can grow and adapt to become a better version of yourself but don't try and change for anyone Mm -hmm. Charlotte what's your view on self-love I think when you're someone who really struggles with self-love the first step is acceptance Mm -hmm. self-acceptance before self-love because I know when I've been in a space where I've been struggling with my self-esteem or loving myself like truly I could do all of the affirmations in the world, but it wouldn't mean that I'd believe it. But I found it really helpful to literally just start from a place of one, trying not to compare myself so much. That's like something really hard and something to unlearn, I think. And I used to just use this mantra of like, I accept myself as I am. Mm -hmm. And once you get to a place of self-acceptance, accepting that this is the body that I have, this is the life I've been given, trying to find gratitude within that but it takes time and once you get to the place of self-acceptance then I think you can start working on the self-love piece because I think sometimes it feels well I think for some people it would feel quite overwhelming to go straight in from self-loathing to self-love and obviously Mm -hmm. self-love is something different for everyone so you kind of have to navigate that as well what do you think yeah yeah definitely I think a lot of people beat themselves up as well maybe with past mistakes or something like that in terms of the guilt that comes up and I think that's also hard to overcome so it's like practicing that self-compassion and being kind to yourself and Mm -hmm. knowing that everyone makes mistakes and they're a part of life and you shouldn't beat yourself up for them you should just know what the lesson was in it so looking back and thinking oh well what did I learn from that mistake and then moving on from it and not sort of dwelling on the past or Mm. hold letting it hold you hold yourself back um yeah and just embracing everything about yourself so like I went through a period it was through the time through like the whole before the whole self-development journey and I it was a time where I used to just be like dwelling, worrying, 
like overthinking what I would say to someone and go like, oh God, I shouldn't have said that. And then you sit on it for uh, hours, like days. And you're like, oh my God, why are you sitting on that? Like, it's something that you can't control. Said it, done it, like, is what it is. <laughs> but it's like, so hard to let go of but, things that are out of your control. <laughs> but back then I really used to struggle and that then showed in my, I think we've spoken about this on a previous podcast, but um, it came out in my skin. So I had really bas- bad sebaceous cysts. But a part of that, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I look and feel so ugly. I didn't want to leave the house. I, like, hated my face. I hated the way I looked because I had these huge lumps on my face. And I'm, like, not even exaggerating. They were massive. It was, like, the size of a 50p coin, like, on my, like, face. And it was really red and sore and, oh, yeah. But then I actually got to a point after about, year of having them and thinking you know what this is like this is a part of my journey this is what I'm going through I've just got to embrace it and learn to love myself with them because they're not going to be there forever they will go eventually I can hopefully help someone else to be more confident in the way they look and feel at that certain time and so I just started yeah, posting about it and doing videos and wearing no makeup and leaving the house and actually embracing the way I looked and being like, do you know what? It is what it is. It's fine. Like, they are a part of me. <laughs> and then after about a year, obviously I went on to um, that medication and they cleared up. But the whole, it was a hard journey of embracing the way I looked at that time. Um, so yeah, I think embracing your uniqueness. Mm. Um, whether you're struggling with acne or struggling, whatever it might be, can't think of. I think for a lot of for a lot of women, it's to do with their bodies as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's body such a image. Big, yeah, that's such a huge thing. I know it's been such a big thing for me throughout my life, and I've I still struggle sometimes. Now I'm in so much of a better place. I've been working with um, my friend who does this like coaching group, coaching community called Thrive with Lois. And it's not just like I've done many um, coaching kind of things before where it's very much been like track your calories, get your workouts in. And that that's kind of all you're given, whereas hers is a more holistic approach of she wants you to thrive in all aspects of your life, including feeling good about yourself. So if that means that the other things go on the back burner, then so be it. But I've just noticed I... It was when I went on holiday recently. Sorry, it's a bit of a tangent. Um, and I was wearing my summer clothes, but I just I just didn't feel good about myself. And I was, but it was because I was being so nasty to myself and I didn't recognise how I was speaking to myself until my mum mentioned it to me because I'd obviously been saying it out loud, probably without even realising it. Mm. And she was just like, this isn't, this isn't you. You're being so nasty to yourself. Like that's, and it almost takes for someone else to say it to you. And I thought, oh my God. I haven't even realised how I've been speaking to myself. So since that moment, I have caught myself when I've been speaking badly about myself. It's, it's kind of like that limiting belief piece or negative self-talk. As soon as that thought pops in your head, recognise it. That's the first step. And the second step is to reframe it. Mm-hmm. So then I'll be like, no, 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 no. Don't say that. Let's focus on the things that I really do appreciate about my body. And the more that I've been doing that, it's almost reprogramming my mindset. And now when I look at my body, I don't say the same hateful things. And actually, I'm feeling so much better at myself, about myself. I am unintentionally losing weight. I think just because I'm being nicer to myself and I'm moving my body because it feels really good and it's good for my mental health. And I'm just doing stuff that feels really good. And I'm eating 
good food but not depriving myself but not mm. gorging myself because I'm I can be a bit of an emotional or, or comfort eater um so I know when I'm n- not being very nice to myself it perpetuates the problem and it becomes a bit of a cycle um so something that simple is just ex- like catching and reframing those negative thoughts and the negative self-talk mm. that has made such a huge difference yeah definitely I think you need to like you said like for anyone listening start like thinking about what you're saying to yourself what is your negative and positive self-talk what are the things that you say to yourself on a daily basis because it's a reoccurring thought it's like something like um 95% of our thoughts I think something like 85% is are the same thoughts you had yesterday mm. oh no it's something like that and then the mm. eight, 95 is like negative and and so like we we we're like programmed to think negatively mm. like oh there's always something wrong with us something bad um and so we have to be conscious about trying to change that mindset and so right I think a tool that we were given and by we recently had a guest expert workshop within the confidence click online academy by the communication expert and she did a whole thing on uh in a dialogue didn't she and mm. it was amazing amira and she told us to start and this is something i used to do all the time with my uh, one-to-one clients too is write down your negative thoughts and like write down all of the thoughts that come to you I'm not good enough I'm not worthy I look fat I look ugly whatever it is write it down and then reframe them so it might be you've put I'm not good enough then you reframe that to say I am good enough I'm working on becoming the best version of myself like you reframe them into a more positive empowering thought and then just really excites you to think like okay yeah no this this I am I am good enough I am working on myself yeah so reframing negative thoughts you have about yourself is a massive tool you can use straight away like start doing it today because honestly it really helps and it's a long it's not like an overnight thing it's not going to be like oh why am I not feeling better straight away you have to keep reprogramming and keep reframing these thoughts for it to then be a natural thing eventually Mm. to you I also feel like what you write it needs to actually mean something to you like you can't stand in like so Mm. for example if I take myself for example if I'd have just stood in the mirror and been like I love my body I look so Mm. great and (laughs) honestly my brain would have just been like Charlotte like shut up I don't this is this is a load of crap like it needs to it needs to actually feel like it needs to feel real to you mm-hmm. so for me I would say I really appreciate everything my body does for me I really appreciate the fact that uh, that my body is healthy and that I'm able to go for my walk every day and because we take these things for granted there's someone that goes to my gym that's learning to walk again and every time I see him and I see how hard he's working I just mm. think I am so damn lucky that I get to come into this gym and I get to go and lift these weights and go for my morning walks with my dog. Like, it really, it's kind of moments like that that makes you think how lucky you are. Mm. I know, obviously, everyone has their own hang-ups and everyone has their own stresses, and but I think even finding that little bit of gratitude in each day can mm. actually help with self-love as well. I know us self-development girlies, we go on about gratitude all the time, but I promise it 
transforms your life. Yeah, it definitely does. And then another thing, like just leading off from what you were just saying in terms of actually nourishing your body, which will make you feel good and help you to love yourself more. So like eating good, exercising and not sort of, I had to change my whole mindset on exercising because growing up as a dancer, it was like hardcore workout, strenuous, like hated doing like the workouts I love dancing but then we had to do like the fitness side Mm. and it was torture but obviously we got fit from doing it which was great but then as soon as I finished dancing I was like oh great I don't need to do that torturous workout anymore and then my (laughs) mindset like I just didn't like working out and then it took me a while to then reprogram my mindset in terms of like oh no I actually like working out because I get to move my body and it makes me feel good rather than thinking like it's horrific (laughs) Mm. so yeah I think um reprogramming your mindset to think that you get to work out you get to exercise just to move your body Mm. and listening to your body is a key one as well like some days you're not gonna feel up to it so some days for example a lot of obviously women with the like when they come on their periods that week you're not gonna be as strong you just feel like curling up with a hot water bottle but honestly like moving your body in some way is really good just like getting out for a walk whether it be like a light jog or not doing like heavy weights or anything like that I think just listening to your body and whatever feels good in the moment um so yeah I think nourishing the that self-care as well isn't it yeah definitely I think nourishing and listening to your body and that self-compassion is vital in terms of being happy with who you are and loving yourself yeah I think making time each week for self-care whatever that means to you as well because that might look different for everyone mm-hmm. and it gives you a chance hopefully if you're able to get a bit of me time it then gives you that chance to sit with yourself and your thoughts and your feelings um and I think that can help to cultivate a bit more self-love as well because if you don't know yourself how are you going to love yourself yeah exactly and I strongly believe that you should love yourself before anyone else Mm. like it's not selfish and it's like essential for you to love yourself before because you'll just end up putting insecurities onto someone else Mm. and then yeah you just need to particularly I suppose with romantic partners yeah definitely um and then another one I would say is to try and limit your social media comparisons like stop comparing I think we've said it on previous episodes as well comparing to what you see on social media people make it look like they're living this idyllic lifestyle that they're millionaires and they're very they're they're, they're just showing you their highlight reel so Mm -hmm. like but also I did think about this and I try and post as much as I can when I'm having like a bad day or I just feel a bit rubbish because I try and post as much as like realness as I can but also when you're having a bad day or like for example um yeah when you're just feeling rubbish or you're going through something you're not going to take pictures are you you're not going to take pictures of bad times you're not going to take pictures of so I know they say like people only show a highlight reel but that's because you're not going to capture no it's actually not very real is it when you're capturing yeah like you're crying and then you take a picture it's like no that's weird (laughs) yeah do you know, do you know what's just... funny, though, that you're saying, obviously, about that it is a highlight reel for people? So there's this girl that I follow, and she's amazing, and I love her content. She's a yeah. fitness influencer, um, and she recently 
got into a relationship. Like she basically went on this solo trip, had the most incredible time. Like this is how it looks obviously on social media, had the most amazing time. Met this guy while she was out there and had just this whirlwind romance. Turns into a long distance relationship. Uh, And then he comes over to the UK and then they go on this wonderful trip to Europe and everything just looks incredible. And literally the next week, she uploads a picture and is like, I can't, I just can't fake it anymore. Like it turns out that they've they've broken up and she's in like a terrible state. And she's now capturing this like post breakup and and all of the realness and the rawness on her TikTok yeah. and on her stories and stuff because she's like, I've built this platform off, off of being real with you guys. Yeah. And she says, I have just been trying to make the most of it. And she doesn't want to bring depressing content and put that onto other people, which I totally understand. But then on the other side of it, she's like, at least you can see that I'm going through this and it's horrendous. But if you're also going through the same thing, at least we have each other. So mm. there is that aspect of it as well. But I think that just proves that like, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, cause I'm single and I was like, oh, she's gone on this solo trip and she's met like the man of her dreams. And that looks so amazing. And, like a little bit like, you go, know, you get that little pang of envy, like, oh, that wouldn't that be so nice. And then you have no idea what's going on behind closed doors. No, you don't. Yeah, but like, like I say, it's just really hard to capture the hard times. Mm. Like it is, it is. So I think, think as long as about... as long as we're aware that yeah, everything that we're seeing isn't necessarily <laughs> yeah, what's going on in like you don't see the arguments, you don't see the hardships, you don't see the tears, you don't see the struggles. You see like oh, what's what's going well? Mm. Um, yeah. So just remember that in terms of what you see on social media because everyone's human everyone's going through their own journey everyone everyone's yeah just going through whatever they're going through and just remember that so I mean self-love is self-love it's not going to come from anyone else it's going to come from within you and you want to make that as easy of a process as possible so if you are someone that scrolls endlessly feeling pangs of you know jealousy and all these horrible feelings that come up and if it doesn't make you feel good about yourself then don't do it self-love is cultivated by doing things that make you happy that make you feel good even thinking about the people that are around you I know for me that's really important as well if I'm surrounded by really loving and supportive friends that also supports my self-love journey it doesn't mean that obviously I know you can't just like cut people out of your life it's not that simple but I think spending as much time around really good people make such a difference as well yeah and unfollow anyone that's making you feel rubbish like if you see someone an influencer on instagram that has got anything that's triggering you that you're like it makes you feel rubbish then just unfollow them like they don't care if you've unfollowed them Mm. (laughs) like if it's making you feel bad then yeah follow i just follow accounts on social media that make me feel good about myself and empower me and motivate me and inspire me Mm. I just find that's the best way to use social media else you just get bogged down in scrolling and watching people's lives also Mm. I find that if you spend time watching other people's lives then you're spending your time focusing your energy on someone else's life rather than your own Mm. like why are you not using that time to better yourself why are you not using that time to focus on something that makes you feel good like use your time wisely because we don't get much of it and yeah you should be spent well you could be spending that time working on your self-development 
joining mm. in the confidence clique, you know. Yeah, surrounding <laughs> yourself with like-minded women <laughs> to build yourself up. <laughs> well, but that's what I love about our community so much is that we just, we're each other's biggest cheerleaders. Like, that's mm. what you need. Exactly. Supporting each other, watching the transformations is amazing. Like, already we're seeing so many women just stepping into their power and making huge like light having light bulb moments and mm. shifting their energy and actually making stuff happen it's just it's amazing like you, you can really see someone's energy shift don't you think when they start developing more of that self-confidence yeah defo it is amazing well i think that's a lot in a nutshell in terms of how to love yourself more i think we've literally just given you as those sort of top tips and tricks and things that you can start implementing into your day-to-day life um, to help you feel good about yourself and love yourself like you are you you are unique you are worthy and you have to realize that and there's something I would say to our girls inside the confidence click once you believe you become unstoppable but first you have to believe in yourself and you have to love yourself so thanks for listening and we will see you not see you we'll you'll hear us (laughs) next week (laughs) you'll hear us on the next episode bye guys thank you so much for listening to the confidence kick podcast we are so excited to have you here we'll be back in your ears next week and it would mean so much to us if you could give us a follow so you don't miss any of our future episodes If you want to connect with us even further, you can head over to our Instagram at theconfidenceclick underscore and sign up to our waitlist if you're interested in joining our Confidence Click Academy. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead and we will speak to you very soon. Bye, my loves.